Welcome to Bring on the Mess, a show where we have real conversations about how to embrace life's messiness and how we find ways to show up and uncover our true selves. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO at For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer here at For All Seasons. Well, here we are, two weeks later. We shared our first video series last week on the podcast, and we're so excited to have you back with us today to finish out the series that we actually recorded in person with WBOC in Salisbury. Yeah, it was a really great experience and opportunity for us to talk about some really important topics and maybe get some tidbits for folks to be able to manage again through the holidays. So in the first series that we shared on our last podcast, we talked about holiday blues and our kids and stress during the holidays. And this week, we're going to be sharing a little bit of information about how to survive the holidays as an introvert and about presence over presence. Yeah, those were definitely meaningful conversations. And I'm really looking forward to folks having a tidbit or a nugget that they can take out of that to help them again through the rest of the holiday season. Absolutely. And so we thank you again for joining us for our podcast. We look forward to being with you after the first of the year. We hope that you'll visit forallseasonsholiday.org and share some of the information out with your friends and your family. There's wonderful downloads from the video series, and certainly we have an ability to keep connected with you, and we look forward to being with you in the next couple of weeks. Have a wonderful holiday season, and we'll see you after the new year. So Lisa, we'll turn it over now to the video series. Welcome to Bring on the Mess, the stress of the holidays and taking care of you. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO at For All Seasons. Hi, I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. We are so glad to have you with us this holiday season for our video series. If this is the first time that you're joining us, welcome. And we encourage you to go back and watch our first two episodes. Our first episode was on the holiday blues. And most recently, we talked with you about the stress that our children experience during the holidays. If you are back with us for a third week, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about something that really, I feel, goes unaddressed most times during the holidays, and that is sort of the glaring piece of information that our holidays are programmed for extroverts, and there's many of us that operate in the world as introverts. Absolutely. I would be one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it could feel really stressful having to go, go, go with all the holiday stuff and the obligations that come up and really trying to figure out what to do and how to manage when your body and your brain are saying, no, I just don't want to be doing that. And the obligation of feeling like you have to be doing that. There's such a a difference in the holidays and how we are expected in the community to show up, how family expectations shift, how our own expectations of ourselves shift. And there is that sort of feeling like you have to do it all and you have to be there. And we've talked in our previous podcast about making it look like the perfect Hallmark or Facebook holiday when the reality is sometimes what we need is just our own space. Right. And I'd love to tie this in with the kid one because one of the things that's really important is that we have to model what we want our kids to see. And so if the idea is we have to slow down because that's what our systems, our bodies are telling us because it's just too much to go, 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 we want to model for our kids how to do that, how to slow down, how to pause, how to really take time to enjoy rather than feeling like I have to go through the motions of the hubbub of the quick pace of what the holidays could bring. 
And so some of that's going to require us to do a little bit of our own homework and yeah. really be able to say, as the holiday season is ramping up, I said in the last <laughs> video series, before Halloween, Christmas decorations are out in full effect. So how do we take an inventory of what we need before that season gets going and really trying to say, here's my priorities, because some of it is about where's our priority and how does that get mixed up in other people's priorities for us? And so thinking through what does it need to look like and how often do I need to put myself to the side to meet somebody else's expectation. Absolutely. One of the things, and this may work for folks so they can take it as a nugget, but one of the things that I do for myself is I, when I start to get the holiday invitations coming in for parties and what I should be doing is to really say to myself, what is this part really experiencing when I feel like I have to go? And, and it just recently actually happened to me where I felt like I have to go to this party and I slowed down just to take an inventory of or a check-in with, why do I feel like I have to go? What's this expectation that I have for myself? And I was able to say, I'm not going to be able to go to that party. For me, it was I wasn't connected to it in a way that I am other parties. And so I know that I have to figure out which event is going to make the most sense for me, right? And if I don't go to something, how can I still stay connected to it? Right, absolutely. And I'm sitting here and thinking about how you're talking through that piece for you. And you self-identify as an introvert. Right. I identify as an extrovert. And so what I'm thinking in the moment of you going through that process is that my tendency is going to be Come on, Lisa, let's go. We're going to have right. such a good time. And so it's also about bringing the people in your circle into your thought process about, you know what, I'm not going to attend the event. And it was something that I learned very early on in the COVID pandemic that my response to people's decision needs to be supportive and not judgmental because it could come across like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to go to the party, Lisa? Right. When really, as your friend and as your colleague, I need to be able to support and say, absolutely get it, totally fine, and really lean into understanding that what I might need or how I might operate might not be the same way that you are going to be filled or operate. Right. And it's really interesting when you say that because you would do that for me. You would say, it's not a big deal, Lisa. And then I'd have to manage my own, oh gosh, I feel bad, should I go? Mm -hmm. Right. So that my own expectations right. And the really cool thing about extroverts is sometimes they can bring right. <laughs> us into the place. And mm -hmm. so I might say, that sounds like a really good idea. And it sounds like it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And I know I'll have a good time, but maybe I'm not going to stay as long. Right. Or maybe I'm going to take some breaks while I go there. And so I'm having these conversations and maybe I go off and I take a little break by myself. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is to manage it's really important that we honor what we need. Absolutely. I think about the holidays and the holiday parties and the hubbub. I think about the way that we lay out our house. And there's usually one room in the house that's a little bit more quiet than the rest. And so I self-identify those rooms because although I am an extrovert, there are moments where I just need to sit and take a pause. And so as you're saying in the last podcast about taking the lay of the land as our kids are coming into new environments, I also do that in maybe it's like going outside and just 
having a glass of water by myself, or maybe it's sitting on a couch next to someone who I just am spending time with and not feeling the need to be on all the time. Right, and I love the the idea of maybe sitting next to one person because maybe the intimate conversation with a one-on-one mm-hmm. could be different with multiple people and having multiple, co- like trying to track a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I really like the idea also of being able to pull back with a single person and I really appreciate you bringing up because that's that's a really good point is when we walk into a party, me, there is a, what is the lay of the land <laughs> yeah. here? Where can I go sneak off if mm-hmm. I need some time mm-hmm. and space to myself? And that's, it's a really important strategy that we could use when our bodies or our minds are saying it's just too much right now. Right, right. And I think part of the other piece that for me, I think through about how can I reset in times of chaos because I really do think you hit Halloween and it's like Thanksgiving is there and then it's the holidays and then it's New Year's Eve and it's like this barrage of activity and so I have to really think through what brings me the most joy and so for me I self-identify as a musician and a singer and so making Mm -hmm. sure that my month has fulfillment through song and music is really important to me. My children very much enjoy going to one show, but they don't want to go to five. And so having conversations and really talking with our kids too, who can tend to get overloaded, you know, our systems just get overloaded sometimes. And so being able to schedule and making sure that, you know, we have the space to be quiet and to be calm and to maybe just take a break in a different way is one of the things that I find super helpful. Yeah, and I I, want to go back to because... It sounds pretty simple to be able to say, I'm going to do an inventory, Mm -hmm. and meaning I'm going to check myself, and do I want to attend all these parties? Do I want to go to these events? And if I'm there, how do I manage? I also want to check ourselves in, like, how are we talking to ourselves during that time? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, I'm a clinician of 25 years, you know that, and sometimes I get stuck in, like, oh my gosh, I really should be doing more. And if I'm not honoring my sort of introverted nature, Mm -hmm. that my energy really does come from quiet, Mm -hmm. having a cup of tea, maybe my music is soft music, yours is going to, you know, something else. But that if I'm not honoring my need to recharge, I'm going to be exhausted Mm -hmm. when I go back to work or I'm going to be exhausted in life and moving on. So I think that's a really important thing for us to think about. And some of it comes in conversation. So some of it is just simply addressing it. And when I think about family coming into town and the hustle and bustle, there can be, like we've talked a little bit about, some judgment that comes. And so maybe it is, I want to go back to what you said about maybe I need to leave the party early. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to say, we're going to come. Instead of sometimes it's holidays can become like the open-ended invitation where people expect you to show up at 8 a.m. and there's no end time. It's not like a birthday party where it's from 4 to 6. Right. And so maybe giving yourself the permission to say, we're going to come for lunch and we're going to leave at 4. And if you make the decision in that moment to stick in longer, then that's your choice. But really setting the stage so that you can take care of yourself because you're right. It might be that you need to be able to just go home at the end of the day and have that quiet and peaceful time with your children and not have 15 people around you. And it might be that your kids are having a great time and you're feeling really filled in that moment and so you stick in longer, but giving yourself the permission to make the decision that works best for you. I love that, which is you kind of have the power to make your choices, that you don't have to be 
kind of succumbed by the circumstances, you could say, here, I'm going to create my own structure. Right. Because that's really what you're offering <laughs> yeah. is structure and right. saying that I could create that as an introvert or as a person who gets my energy from kind of quiet, right. that I could create that. And then I could see how am I doing? Mm -hmm. And so I take my pulse or I take my check and say, you know what, this is actually pretty good and I'm really enjoying this time. And so it doesn't have to be a rigid, I'm going at this time. It could be flexible. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And as I'm thinking here and we're talking about sort of the parties and the hubbub, there may be events that someone like an extrovert like me gets to and there's not all of that. And so while we talk about introverts in the holidays, there may be times where extroverts need to find a little bit more. And so <laughs> rethinking what that means, I think, is also important. So as much as you need the quiet, I might need a little bit more action energy and, yeah. and so the moments of connection that we can have where we find the people in our circle who help to fill that energy maybe it's not going out to you know a large family gathering but maybe it's the quiet that you need that one-on-one -on -one connection and then maybe that's filling me as an extrovert because I got some really good quality time and so for me it's a little bit about the quality of time and not the quantity of events that we're taking in and that really does work for both extroverts and introverts. That's a beautiful nugget, is really checking ourselves to figure out, rather than how much, mm -hmm. is what's important to me in that moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us for Bring On the Mess, the stress of the holidays and taking care of you. We are so glad that you've joined us this week and we can't wait to be with you again next week. We encourage you to go to forallseasonsholiday.org. Not only can you then have access to some of our downloadables and shares, but you'll also receive an email next week when our final video drops for the month of December. We really hope that this is giving you an opportunity to take a pause, to find peace and joy, and be able to set the stage for a wonderful holiday season. Again, I'm Beth Ann Dorman, this is Lisa Lee, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Welcome to Bring on the Mess, the stress of the holidays and taking care of you. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO at For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. And we are here today with our fourth and final video in a series where we are working with you to bring joy and peace to your holiday season. If you haven't seen our first three videos, I encourage you to visit forallseasonsholiday.org and catch up on the series that we've been doing. And if you're with us again for the fourth time, welcome back. We've talked a little bit about holiday blues, the stress of our children during the holiday season. We've looked at how introverts survive the holidays. <laughs> yes. And today we really want to wrap up on a very different note and really just celebrate the wonderful joy of the holiday season and really be able to lean into when we know that our holidays can have some good cheer to them. Yeah, and so for me, it's about being present yeah. rather than having all the presents. Right. <laughs> I don't know if my kids would agree with that, but really about how can we stay connected to the moments in life that really bring us joy. Yeah, absolutely. So much about the holiday season that we get caught up in the hustle and the bustle. And sometimes we forget to simply just enjoy the moment. Right. There's something really about slowing down and being able to take in what's happening. And it's really interesting. There's times that I catch my youngest son as we're driving, just staring out the window mm. and just noticing what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it just 
like warms my heart because I could just see him taking in what's yeah. happening in the world. And there's so many distractions in our world. There's electronics and there's television and there's expectations for family gatherings and parties and school. And sometimes it's just okay to be in the moment for nothing other than connecting with people mm -hmm. and recognizing that we're fine right where we are. Right. Yeah, and that's really mindfulness, right, is the idea of how can I be in this present moment without judgment, mm -hmm. which is key, without judgment, and to say to myself, I am okay where I am right here and right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have those moments where you really are waiting for someone to give you the permission to feel that way? <laughs> or yeah. You're sort of waiting for someone to say, it's okay to slow down or it's okay to not do. And sometimes we have to figure out how to give ourselves that permission in the midst of everything. Because I think there's so many times where we are looking for the external validation to be able to say, I'm good right, right here, right now. And so some of this also in that mindfulness work is about finding ways that we can internally rest assured that it's okay. Absolutely. And one of the things I think is really important as we even kind of jokingly about gifts and stuff like that. And so for me, it's about let's take our time mm -hmm. to really like savor the moments of opening the gifts. Let's take our time to really <laughs> savor the moments of maybe having a cup of hot chocolate because like really connection is built in those small moments mm -hmm. and that's where I think that if we can maybe shift some of our thinking and expectations that really the holidays could be different for us. I love the idea of taking time opening gifts and it reminds me about the importance of traditions mm -hmm. and not traditions that someone has told you is a tradition but traditions that we make for ourselves with our families mm -hmm. and so I know in our family there is no opening of gifts at multiple gifts at once so right. When someone's opening a gift, you wait and you pause. And sometimes for the kids, it's like, could you hurry up? <laughs> Is it but, my turn yet? But I think there's also the tradition of every Christmas Eve, everybody gets to open one gift. We frost all of our cookies on Christmas Eve night, right? listening to Christmas carols and having hot chocolate or hot cider. Those are not things that take a lot of money. It's not what takes a lot of things. It's really about sitting around a table, frosting cookies, and really just having conversation with no external distractions. You know, I have four boys and it becomes right. really important that we have those moments and they'll say like, when are we frosting the cookies? Right. And that's what really the moments are built on. For me, I, I can almost imagine like some of the things that are so priceless to me are just like the small giggles, mm -hmm. the smiles. For me, it's kind of funny, like the anticipation of when my kids walk down the stairs and they're just like excitement and they're sneaking and it almost kind of reminds me a little bit of like when I was a kid and, you know, those moments of connection that I had with my family or friends like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And when we think about things where we can bring connection, it might be driving around and looking at the holiday lights on people's mm -hmm. houses. It may be taking a walk together. It might be sending a Christmas card to someone who is deployed overseas or dropping off cookies at the homeless shelter. Maybe it's dropping off cookies at the local nursing home. There's so much that we can do to help bring those special moments because really the holiday season can be sort of steeped in kindness 
and in moments where we might not even recognize that we can be that one glimpse of kindness for someone just by simply saying happy holidays or can I help you load your groceries into the car and really helping our children learn that the holidays is it's really about a spirit of kindness it's right. not about the commercialism it's not for some people maybe some people are watching who don't identify with a specific religion but it doesn't mean that we all can't be kind during the holiday season I love the idea of just installing kindness a smile opening the door for somebody, helping somebody with their groceries. Those little small moments are really what matter. And the really cool thing is that we can start it during the holidays, mm -hmm. but how awesome would it be if we could just keep carrying that through in life? Yeah, and we think about modeling for our kids a lot. And if we can be sort of the torch that models kindness. I have a t-shirt that I love. It's my favorite shirt and it says, humankind be both. Right. It doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take an education. It doesn't take a socioeconomic status to simply be kind. And if we can help that next generation know that all of those things are important, you might see the Salvation Army bucket. You might not have money with you, but a thank you to the bell ringer for being out there. Mm -hmm. you know, those are the moments where we can really make a difference. And it's interesting that you bring that up because my youngest son wasn't sure what that was, the Salvation Army bucket, mm -hmm. and I told him what that was. And so maybe even explaining, here's these things in life that we can be aware of, that we can contribute to. And then again, those acts of kindness, we can pay forward. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even going to the drive-thru, I've been one of those uh -huh. persons who will pay for the person behind <laughs> yeah. me, and then they hopefully can pay that forward. But if not, it doesn't matter. It's mm -hmm. like, then they kind of like have this smile on their face for, wow, that was like a really neat thing for somebody to do. And my kids get to see that. Yeah, absolutely. So we hope that this holiday season, you are able to find moments of kindness and feel the spirit and know that there is joy in spreading kindness to others. We're so glad that you've joined us for our December video series. Visit forallseasonsholiday.org. There's a great download from this week's video series and from the other weeks where we've been together. You can also find a link to the podcast that Lisa and I do on the radio stations and through some of the Apple stations. And so we encourage you to continue to share the messages that we've talked through. We hope that you have a simply wonderful holiday season, knowing that it's not all going to be perfect, but it will be the kind of holiday if we can instill some of what we've talked about over these last couple of weeks that we can have the best holiday our way. So again, we wish you all the best this holiday season. I'm Beth Ann Dorman. This is Lisa Lee, and we look forward to being with you after the new year. Thanks for joining us for Bring on the Mess. We look forward to being with you in the next couple of weeks. Enjoy your holiday season, and we'll talk to you soon.